0: All right, what's going on, everybody? It's the ID eighty four show live here um, from our locations for the time being. That's why I said when we had a curve, the uh, curve two weeks for two weeks, right? Um, remember that old gag last match? Uh, as always, Adam the Mallet to the left of me, and this is episode one hundred and eighty. Where was it? Two hundred? That's fucking wild. Yeah. We'll hit, we'll, we'll hit, the Deuce in uh, the in the summertime sometime.
1: The Deuce.
0: And uh, we didn't have any guests scheduled for tonight, but of course, our old standby Casey G, aka um Amanius, um, you know, his name, he'll be joining us in a little bit. In
1: other words, you just don't feel like talking today because <laughs> Casey just fucking goes, he like it, goes. it's great, it's great, but like he just fucking goes.
0: I want to like, get Casey's perspective on um, a few things, um including this oil crisis we're going on right now. That's kind of wild. So I want to know what he thinks of it. Um, we also put the uh, link for our Zoom in the Facebook description. So if you want to join us, you can, if you like, you could just pop into the old uh, waiting room and we can bring you on maybe. Maybe we won't, depending on. Maybe we'll just have a mystery guest to come on real quick and shoot this shit with us. Like Kevin Gannett said, anything is possible. And uh, that's true. What do you want to start? We, we weren't on last week cause it was single to mile. And, uh, so was, we, we were on two weeks. So it's been two weeks since we've been on.
1: Uh, do we want to start the football schedule?
0: Yeah. So the schedule just, so we got the schedule this afternoon of course the leaks out. the leak started around, uh, I think yesterday afternoon with the uh, week one leak came out and, um,
1: that's worse than last year. I feel like last year around this time at night we had most of it, but not all of it really yet. Yeah. And today it was like,
0: <laughs> I, I I feel like it's um. Remember they used to make the big deal and they used to have the show. I don't know if they even still have the show on uh, NFL Network. where well, they they're, they're the schedule release show where they go over the all the teams and stuff. That was I remember mean, back in like 2017 when we went to uh, New Orleans that that April we were watching the show and that's when we booked the flight and everything. Um but I feel like I think either the NFL is getting sloppy or people who work for these franchises are getting paid to release the schedule to leak it out a little bit. Cause the other paper I showed you today, which it's the paper that goes on the NFL website basically, but it has a confidential written on it. Like it's for like the old, you know, so maybe the NFL is just leaking it themselves. Perhaps maybe. They I, think it's it.
1: in, I think it's intentional. I really okay. do. I mean, if they're if they're able if the NFL is able to not allow like because you know how like before the Super Bowl they obviously like last year they would have printed Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl Victor you know yeah they would have printed those shirts and if those shirts are never getting out to the public mm-hmm. that's pretty amazing you know how they go to kids in Africa or whatever but the okay. fact that none of that shit ever gets sure. circulated here they can do that but yeah. they can't control their schedule bullshit you know. Yeah.
0: And it's like, you know, it doesn't take rocket scientists to be a rocket scientist to figure out most of the schedule. So all you got to do, I'm looking at the schedule right now. All you got to do is break down like, uh, your division teams, you get two games out of that and you can kind of, you know, cancel it, cross cross, uh, examination, but we got the uh, past schedule probably around like lunchtime today. I, I found it leaked on the internet. Um, and I'm looking at it right now. It looks, it's, it's exactly what I thought times and everything. Um, I was told, all right, in the office, we interly, uh, what was the prediction? 11 and seven or 11 oh, yeah, and six? Yeah. 11 yeah. and six, right? Um, I don't know. It's a tough schedule. It is, um,
1: there's obviously going to be games in that they should win and don't. That happens. And there's going to be
0: games they should have lost but won. Yeah. Too I as think well. uh, a
1: lot of these teams, I'm trying to go by, just going down the list, like who is improved and who's not even wins or losses. I'm just looking at the teams that are playing if they've improved. Like, mm. or so starting with the Dolphins, they've improved.
0: Yes, right? yes, they Jets have. Jets have improved. Saints yes.
1: haven't. Buccaneers are st- still better.
0: The same, yep.
1: Texans, they're yep. worse. Yep. Probably. Cowboys?
0: Cowboys, I think, dropped a ball. Yeah, probably those.
1: dropped. Jets again, they're better. Yep. Chargers, they got a, They finally got rid of that fucking coach. I would say a little better, maybe. And you get
0: that new quarterback, too, which is face. Uh,
1: and he had a good rookie year, so he might be stronger.
0: Is his name Hoyt? What the hell is his last name? It's like.
1: Uh, why do I forget it? Uh, he's a gunslinger, though. He's not yeah. bad. Uh, uh, not bad at all. Chargers, it is uh, Herbert. Herb. Is it Herbert?
0: Yeah, Herbert. Justin got, Herbert. Yeah, I think he's going to do good. Another uh, sophomore Don't year. do
1: uh, Panthers not improved. Yep. Um, Browns, Browns maybe playoff team
0: understand. last year. Yeah. Hey, they're still a good team. Yeah. Falcons are a dumpster fire.
1: Yeah, I'm. I worry about the Titans because they always play the Patriots hard out because yep. Rabels their coach. Mm-hmm.
0: So,
1: and the Bills are, are tough. They're going to be tough too. So the first time
0: we play the Bills is on Monday night in November. So we don't. I mean, so we don't see the or December rather. We don't see the Bills to December. That's a long time to go. While seeing a divisional team, and then you get a buy right after that, and then we see the Bills like two weeks later. So in a in month of December, we have one, two, three games, and two of them are against the Bills. They do have
1: that late buy though. That's always good.
0: Yeah, the late buy is good. You know, typically the ten week week ten was always a good spot. It Looks like the week week fourteen for the buy this week this uh, year.
1: December between December sixth. In December eighteenth. Yeah, so. so
0: that's a good spot. Whew. Um especially when you're getting into the playoffs and you can start resting up guys and figuring out what the hell you're gonna do. You know, that's the case. But then it looks see <laughs> it, it so kinda it's tough because they get the Bills on Monday night, they get a bye. Then they get Indy, which should be a pretty easy game. Yeah. And then you have the Bills again, which yeah. I we I think we both agree that they might split that series. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. Jacksonville,
1: nobody knows. Jacksonville,
0: I, know. fuck knows. Who knows? t v could be played quarterback by the time that game's over.
1: Yeah, who knows what's going on with them. And then Miami again. Yeah, at Miami.
0: I- Oof. Yeah, you know, it's it awesome. goes to like January 9th this year, so we're going an extra week into January. So I would imagine they're getting rid of that bye week between the Super Bowl, unless they're doing what they were planning on doing in the first place, moving the Super Bowl up a week. So that so the next day is – um. Uh, what we call it, President's Day. Didn't so they get that, rid of a
1: preseason game, too?
0: Yeah, so they got rid of a preseason game. So I thought they were going to just move the season up before, but they don't want to start it before Labor Day because that's when college football starts, Labor Day weekend. So they're moving everything to the week after Labor Day, which is typical when they usually do start. But the extra week is being added at the end. So they're either starting the playoffs. I mean, they're either going to move the Super Bowl a week and keep the two, week, and they keep the one week bye, or they're not having the one week bye, and probably doing the Pro Bowl the week after. So I guess you could probably Google when the Super Bowl is this year, or next year, I should say. But I know the NFL has been striving for the uh, pushing the Super Bowl to uh, the, the Sunday before President's Day, which would be like the third Sunday in uh, February, so that they could have the next day off, so people could take it as a holiday, essentially which would make sense because you figure a lot of people have that day off anyways. And if it's not, it's a half day or a lazy day and what better day to have it than after the Super Bowl? you know, in my opinion, of course. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't get a chance to look at some of the other teams. There's a lot. I mean, yeah, the other schedules for teams, but, uh, we're very far away, very, very far away from this uh, season start. I mean, four, five months, four months. So, Anything happen, who knows? We'll be having this conversation in six months, and who knows what the quarterback's going to be for the Patriots at this point, you know? Yeah, it's It'll true. But it's so true. the schedule released either the NFL just dropped the ball or uh, they don't make a big deal about it anymore. Which I remember they used to make such a big deal about it, I could never understand why. It was like a big thing. Oh, the schedule's coming out, even though we already know who the opponents are by this day of the Super Bowl. You know, they just want to
1: so. pump everything up to get attention, you know. Yeah, it's I marketing. Guess. It's you know, it's- cool because
0: you get the combines in March, and then you get the draft in April, and then you get scheduled talk in in May, and then you get uh, what do you call it? The uh, practice in starting in June. So I guess they're trying to keep themselves relevant all through all the months out of the year, you know. But um, Super Bowl is in LA this year, isn't it? I think that's where it is. I think
2: so.
0: Yeah. Let me actually look up where the Super Bowl. Let's see. They could see if they're gonna move it. They might have made, made change that for next year Super Bowl. Twenty. So be technically twenty twenty two. Oops, not twenty thirty two.
1: Actually, this oil thing isn't that big of a deal. It's it's an issue, not really a problem. I was just reading about it. Actually, we we'll get to that later, though. Sorry, I'm drifting. Yeah,
0: no, it's uh, it's definitely an issue. So, it doesn't look like there's an actual date for the Super Bowl. Uh, yes, 12-13. So, they moved the Super Bowl back a, day, a week. Okay. So, oh, let's see when President's Day 2020. is see if that works out for that. Pre- President's Day 2022. That's the week after. Okay, so, they haven't quite got to the point where they want to. But they are pushing for eventually 18 games in a season. You know that. Like, 17 was a big... They slipped that into the players' union... But I think eventually they want to play 18, and they'll push the Super Bowl exactly right where they want it to be. But I heard it was like 18 weeks of two buys, though. Would you, rather, would you like that? Would you, rather, would you watch an extra week of football if, both, if they had two buys? So you still 17 games, Ooh. but you have two weeks off during the season. And I think it, it's
1: great if your team is kind of in a hunt, build some suspense, but if your team sucks...
0: Uh, <laughs> <I just laughs> you, just, out. Yeah, you know, you just prolong it. Like if the Pats like had like week four off and say like week 14 off, but there's football on those days that they're off, you know what I mean? So the NFL, I think, sees it as having an extra day of football, even though your team may not necessarily be playing twice. That would be an interesting concept. I've seen that one thrown around a few times because the players really don't want to play 18 games, but the NFL wants to have an extra week, I guess you could say, so they could just throw a buy-in you know, for your teams.
1: How much better? I mean, I don't think this year is really the year either. I expect them to be maybe two games better than they were last year, the Patriots, maybe three. But, like, I feel like not this season, but the season after this one will be the year they're improved drastically. I just don't see it this year still.
0: Well, it all depends how the quarterback situation works out too because if he – if Jones gets in there and he sucks and he's just a Stedham 2.0, then we're in trouble. But no, if you but get...
1: remember, rookie quarterbacks have an adjustment period. Like I said, look at oh, yeah. uh, Peyton Manning; his first year, he sucked. Oh yeah.
0: Man. And I don't think Jones is going to be starting. I think you yeah. can see <laughs> Cam. I think you're going to see uh, Jones in there. Uh... Oh, it's hard to say because Belgium yeah. typically used the backup quarterback as a starter, unless the only time he sees action is if they're getting blown out or there's an injury or you know something, which could happened. You know
1: i be
0: like, fuck you, I'm going to sit him. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's nice that we don't have to play Kansas City or uh, Denver this year or Seattle. I mean, we have a lot of tough games, but we don't have to play a lot of tough teams, you know? Yes, that's true.
1: They're, they're winnable games just against yeah. tough teams.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, the, I honestly think the hottest games are the, are the fucking Buffalo games. I think if we can get by Buffalo, you know, if we could split Buffalo and Tampa, who knows what we're going to get from Tampa. You never know. That, that's it's a wild card right there. I mean, you obviously, going to come in hot. They're going to be good, you know. But even the regular season, Tampa lost a lot of easy games. True. And yeah, how does Belichick cool. go against a former quarterback? Well, we don't know. He's never done this before. So, I guess, he has. I think I think he's played Hoyer before. I think he's destroyed Hoyer in the past. So, well, I mean, it's I Hoyer. Mean, <laughs> Hoyer the destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> Um yes, yeah, so the gas well gas cris, so the oil crisis we're having. Um yeah, I I, I I was talking to a guy who works on the um, the oil boats that come up to the harbor. And uh, he was telling me that we shouldn't be affected too much up here because most of our gas comes by ship.
1: Yes. I was going to say, that's why for us it's not – but the like the south, it's going to be a problem.
0: So I didn't realize this until this situation happened, that the the oil and stuff that is used like down south, like at the airports, like at Atlanta, at Charlotte in Nashville, there's an actual pipe that comes straight from the refinery in Texas. And this pipe goes all the way up to New Jersey – and it has, like, branches along the way that breaks off into different zones. And the airports get it right directly, right from the tit. Like, there's no transportation. Literally, they hook up the airplane nozzle, and it's coming right from the teat of the, of the Houston refineries, which is pretty impressive.
1: Well, the, regarding the hack, I will say that what a bunch of – I mean, it, it's, yeah, that's a problem. So I'm glad that uh, they're alerted to it. Yeah. You know, I, they broke into our infrastructure. That's, but their name is Side. <laughs> the name of the group that did it. Stupid. Bunch of fucking
0: nerds. Dark side You see, what they said? They're sorry,
1: but Darkside is the name of the uh, the bad guy in fucking the DC universe. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah, you fucking hide behind your computers and your fucking the, pocket protected. So they
0: said they they, one of the, they apologized and said sorry if this caused anyone harm, but we're just looking for some money, and I guess it's yeah, somewhere it's around somewhere. Like, yeah, it's like two hundred million they're looking for or something like that.
1: Well, remember this is the kind of shit I was telling you about. This that's funny that this happened, and I was telling you several days before. Like some of the problems they're facing uh, with the with crypto and the crypto universe is with ransomware because you can, I could tell you, you know, I want this amount of money in Bitcoin. Take that Bitcoin, yep. transfer it to another cryptocurrency, and you'll never fucking find out yep. who the hell I am. Just disappears
0: know? into the abyss.
1: It disappears and then get the cash. Yeah. You know, it's
0: cashing the cash at the
1: end.
0: Yeah. It's almost like money laundering to a point. You can almost, you can almost launder money using Bitcoin. I never really thought about that. It's actually very interesting The, the The risk you have laundering money with Bitcoin is the fact that there's a variable rate to the Bitcoin. So you could potentially lose money in the launder if you don't make the transaction fast enough. Yeah, I mean,
1: you have to do it really fast. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or you could gain money from the the luck. So if,
1: there's a, there's another cryptocurrency which mimics the U.S. dollar, which is like Tether, which is yeah. you could just transfer to that, which is a dollar, and then yeah. transfer to your account.
0: But don't they have to? Wouldn't there be a trail from your bank account to the initial crypto conversion? Well, that's
1: uh, the crypto. Yes, there would be, but then it'd be wiped out once you uh, I'm I'm speaking out of school here. This is this is getting way too much for yeah, me. And all I'm I know sure there are. Th- is there I, are things that exist where you could transfer it to another through to Bitcoin, you could. Yeah. And then from you lose the trail though at Bitcoin once you put it to another. Oh yeah. So
0: someone would have to pay you in the Bitcoin initially because if I got Bitcoin, say and someone I owed someone a thousand dollars, right? No, they wanted me to pay in Bitcoin. I would have to take a thousand out of my account into like say Robinhood and turn that to Bitcoin. That's and then yeah, yeah, so that, that's the only way you could trace it. But if I just had a bunch of Bitcoin and I paid you with the Bitcoin and then you transfer it out, then yeah, there'd be no trail, I guess. Interesting. So what do you think is going to happen? Uh,
1: well, I don't even know what's happening with these people, it's these fucking darkseed nerds. Uh, I, it's
0: the, I hear they're like an Eastern European group of, uh, of uh, shenanigans, people.
1: Well, I mean, it's just a vicious cycle, because what's going to happen now is it's great that now we've they, they've identified a flaw in our fucking infrastructure and can patch that up, the defense teams, right? Yeah. But then it's just shit like this is just going to keep happening, you know? And, and then it's just a constant circle of hack, we fix, hack, we fix, you know?
0: Well, they took the gas, which is, it's a test, I think, because they could easily get into our electrical system. You see what happened when a storm hit the electrical system in Texas. It took out half the state from a natural disaster. Um, and Texas is on their own grid. I learned a lot this last few months. I didn't realize Texas had their own grid and then there was an East West separation, but the Texas grid doesn't talk to the East West United States grid because it's not the same system. So you can't borrow electrical electricity from like the mass, the main grid to Texas because of the way it's set up, which seems a little odd to me that a state would do that and not like branch out. But I guess anything is possible. There's
1: there's probably some bullshit politics behind it with money. You know, there's something to do. Everything boils down to money politics and, and, you know, shit handshakes and bullshit. I think it has,
0: you know, I think Texas likes the ability to like any day could just pull out of the United States and become their own country again. That might be it too. Like they might like have like everything on standby. So like if that, the shit ever goes down, they could just be like, whoops, peace out, Cub Scout i did i did read those there's something in the constitution of texas that says they can't split their state up so apparently during the civil war they sided with the south to be a slave state and by doing so um when they became a when they became an official state after they you know were annexed to us they um in the agreement says the state cannot be broken up into any pieces because of the situation and It's like in their constitution, so you could never ever see Texas get split up, and why you've never seen Texas get split up into many smaller states, Um, but I I think it's a very technical thing that could probably always be worked around.
1: Pretty sure, though, if there was another civil war that broke out, the North would still fucking wreck them. Oh, yeah. All the technology's up here, you
0: know? All the technology's up here, but we all have these wimpy-ass like snowflake liberals, too. True. Who probably wouldn't want to fight, but I can, I can guarantee I can get you a good old boy from South Carolina that's, that's ready and willing to fucking get into some nitty-gritty action. Yeah,
1: but, but how many nitty-gritty people do we need up north and we can just fucking hit a button to put a missile down your chimney from up here?
0: That is true. <laughs> Have you seen any of the footage from the, uh, the, the Israel-Palestine uh, thing that's going on right now?
1: I saw some photos,
0: yeah. Those uh, yeah. anti-defense missiles are fucking crazy. There's like at the night sky, you could see the missiles coming in, and you just see these flares. They go up, and they're blowing the missiles up in the
1: sky. (laughs) Remember, I remember when the uh, the Gulf War happened. They used to televise that shit. Remember how? Remember that when we were little?
0: Yeah, that was like thirty years ago too. It's like, but and now it's like an HD, like high definition. There there was they show the building get collapsed. They seen that a missile hit a building like head on, and the whole friggin' building just fell out.
1: Fucked up. It's like to us, it's like kind of entertaining to watch. You have the sirens, you see the the the, the, the air raid go off, and it's yeah. like, imagine how fucking terrifying. Oh it must God! Be how do
0: you sleep? You know what I mean?
1: To be there, I would be. I would loosely, I'd be fucking freaking out. I had
0: anxiety just watching that, just thinking, like, holy shit! So what the hell are you gonna like? You stay up all night just watching, making sure a missile doesn't hit your house. God,
1: people fucking live in that. It, it's scary. And
0: they've been fighting know? for thousands of years, and they still haven't fucking came to a, a resolution yet. This one is being Vient- can't
1: last too much longer. So this, yeah, <laughs> <All> right, Sohan.
0: <laughs> this is basically like, um, well, know how we we fought the United States fought in Vietnam because they were really fighting, like the Chinese. Politism. Yeah, so like the Chinese were helping the the Gang is Gong, so we were fighting the Chinese without actually fighting the Chinese, like in 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 Korea or in Vietnam, and like. And like you know, Afghanistan, when we had troops there, we we're really fighting the Russians, but we we're fighting the in Afghanistan. So you know what I mean? So this is like our, Iran is supplying Palestine all the missiles. So we're like we're really fighting Iran without actually fighting Iran, kind of thing. But oh,
1: well, you know, it's funny. The you know how you know Vietnam, the the Russians had and you're talking about Afghanistan because the yeah. Russians had their version of of Vietnam, which is pretty much Afghanistan. Yeah, right. They're we trying to having- fucking idiots.
0: <laughs> Which is fucked because we we gave, Af- we gave the Afghans all the military equipment to fight the Russians with. Yeah. And they, yeah. they ended up using on us 20 years later when we went <laughs> there to <laughs> evade Afghanistan after uh, 9-11. So. Dude,
1: when you're fighting people that live in caves and don't give a fuck, you're yeah. gonna lose. Like, huh. they know the land. They know fucking everything. The Russians, it was like the late 70s? They spent like a decade, the Russians, just fucking nothing.
0: Oh, yeah. Camel fuckers. <laughs> You know, you can give them a guy who lives in a cave fucking, uh, you know, the ability to beat you in a war. It's not going to happen. No, no. But then again, Soviet technology isn't exactly what I call up to pa. You know what I mean? I, I, I would be terrified to go into a Russian airplane.
1: Yeah, too. Yeah. they Like we were talking about this before. They like things bigger. I will give them that. Yeah. They'll always have things bigger than us, but that doesn't mean better. It'll be shit that breaks. It's fucking not. doesn't make any sense, but yeah. it's massive.
0: I, you know. F- I don't know what it is about anything I see coming from Russia. I'm very, very concerned about the ability for it to withstand, uh, you know, use. Yeah. Very nervous.
1: I want to see what that Sputnik vaccine does.
0: Well, yeah. just like just, Well, just look at, like, when they had a space station mirror, right? Like, that was, like, a very rugged space station, right? It was nothing like, it looked like it was put together in someone's, like, garage. Yeah. I remember Nobody that died. No, thankfully, yes. I, and I remember, do you remember the uh, Armageddon when they blow up the space station? Oh, yeah. Because the space shuttles yeah. had to escape because there was a, a missile, like loose missile. Um, oh,
1: I remember. Yeah. The fucking yeah.
0: asteroids coming towards it. And then the guy, and the Russian guy was sitting on the nuclear bomb. Good Did time. you know
1: that uh, part of the NASA training is actually to watch that movie to identify how many untrue things are in that movie? It's up around. It's in the several hundreds.
0: Oh, I would imagine. That mean yeah, not
1: accurate at all.
0: I um, this is a guy there's a YouTube uh show um called um four, seven, the four, seven group. And he's a pilot. And what he does is he goes and breaks down airline movies and oh. gets the, um, reality. If, if it could actually be done, if it's fake, um, and all that good stuff. So he did, um, he's done several movies. He's, he's done the movie flight, you know, when Denzel flies the plane upside down. And I guess that's actually based on a true story. Um, a plane was flying, I guess from, I think Seattle to Alaska, and they lost the same stabilizers that that plane lost, and the plane actually did invert and the pilot was trying to do the maneuver that Denzel did in the movie, but he never actually got the plane back around again, so that was kind of like it was based on that story like the guy got it upside down to keep it um steady, and then he tried to flip it again, and he lost both engines and the plane ended up crashing and then there was like um uh what's the movie with uh fucking um uh, Conair? That whole situation. Oh, Nicholas Cage? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, – He. It's, it's not all he does, but every once in a while he does a movie reality check, and he goes through the entire thing and tells you what should be seen, what's wrong with it, what's Hollywood, what's not. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. But, uh, yeah, so on that note, we should bring in Minius Elfinio. Oh, I
1: got to send you uh, the link to uh, – remember we were talking about Tom Green?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I got to send you the link to his, his channel because, like I said, he just travels now in an RV.
0: That's oh, is it on YouTube?
1: Yeah, I'll send you the link to his channel uh, yeah. later when we get off the air. Ladies, I haven't watched it yet, I just know that's what he does,
0: ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the longest going guest of the show Finio,
1: back on the deck,
0: a, nice. aka Casey oh,
2: Eric's not here because he's been dead for what six months.
0: He has been dead, so you, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. he's with, with us in spirit and soul. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that I see you on the deck because that means summer is near. Yep. And, uh, you know, you can actually enjoy the outside air, yeah, which is great because it's yeah. been uh, very depressing. It's right.
2: it very great. Went for a jog on uh, Monday.
0: Nice. Yeah. Casey, have they told you to go back to work yet? Or are you still working from home?
2: We're still working from home. So, the funny yeah. thing is, uh, previous uh, callback date was going to be like June 1st. That was the most, most latest one. Yep. And now they're saying, well, no, you know, the executive team can come back. The administrative team, so that's going to be the uh, uh, chief officers. We have a ton of chief officers. I I really don't know why all that's necessary. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) chief officers, vice presidents, um, I of them are necessary. We have a chief humans officer, which... Just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Why we have one?
0: A chief human officer. What do they do?
2: They're basically uh, think of it as the, the, the of humans CEO of the human resources
0: department. Ah, uh, I see. So well, so they just like giving titles to people, basically.
2: That's kind of like what it what it feels like. It's just like that's just something that doesn't really seem all that necessary to me. But
0: very unnecessary. It seems they, like a weak point. they they seem,
2: they seem to think it's necessary. Yeah. Um, so now they're talking about the workforce coming back as a whole on September, a little caveat is it could be some are going to be permanent permanently from home. Uh, there may be some hybrid workers and you know, there may be full, some full
0: time staff in the office. Let me ask you a question. Are you, uh, very saddened by the fact that you may have to go back to an office at some point? I, mean, I, know you, I know you hate people, and I know you love working, I, I, you know.
2: I do hate people. You know, and my, my job involves talking to people.
0: Yeah, it's very bizarre. I know, and you were yeah, a server for a while. Different a Yes, every time I, I can't go past yeah. a serial killer documentary on Netflix without thinking of the time you told customers your name was John Wayne Gacy.
2: No, I never said John Wayne Gacy. I said oh. Ted Bundy.
0: Uh, Ted Bundy. Did Yeah, you Ted,
2: Ted Bundy. Yes.
0: That's right, it was Ted Bundy.
2: Yeah, there are some people who went there who only know me as Ted Bundy. Just frightening. You know, it was yeah. funny. It was like waiting tables one day, and somebody shouted "Ted Bundy" from across from across the bar to try to get my attention. Of course, I ignored them because that wasn't my name.
0: Yeah,
1: but uh, you know it was funny. I hate people too, but I'll quote Randall from Clerks when he said, "You know, I hate people, but I love parties." Yeah. it's true. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. I think as parties, everyone's just kind of dropping, you know, what they all the all the crap that they hold in, and everyone's just trying to have a good time. And yeah. That's why. But it's definitely me. I hate people. I love parties. I people suck. See, I hate people, and I equally hate parties. <laughs> so you just want to be a life in solitude.
0: Yeah. Love strip clubs, though. I'm, you know, coincidentally.
2: I mean, it's usually you and Marvin who is attempting to drag me into strip clubs. And then you had Dave Jordan trying to get me hammered on one softball trip. That is true. And, and is it, he also failed at that.
0: Do you, um When strip clubs reopen in two weeks, um, will you be willing to come with Adam and I? We'll take you out and uh, we'll get you back out into the uh, nature.
2: You see, I, I'm more likely to bring with me a blowtorch and you know light the uh, oil drums on fire in the back okay. of said strip clubs. Do you
1: know. they first have to wear masks? That's just, that would just take me out oh, of Oh,
0: no. I think they dance behind a plexiglass wall.
1: Oh, that's horrible.
0: So from <laughs> that's the, vid- the video footage I've seen from the strip clubs, because uh, Rhode Island never actually closed. The strip clubs stayed open. And uh, they have this, like, on Instagram, one of the strip clubs, they post pictures. And it's like a plexiglass, like, wall around the dance floor. And the girls are just dancing. But all the dudes in the strip club all have masks on. It's, like, fucking bizarre. So it's
1: like a gigantic nudie booth.
0: Yeah, it's like basically it's like a peep show. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's fucked. I don't it's like it. Like Sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can't get their legs. Now sometimes they'll go and put their legs on you. Oh, the cleavage. Little...
1: that like put your head in their yeah. boobs and shit. Yeah. None of that. And of course,
2: I know absolutely nothing about this.
0: I know. Unfortunately, you're missing all the the fruits of life.
1: Not that I'm a freak one, but still, I mean, when I go, I want bang yeah. for my buck. you oh, know, Exactly.
0: You know. What do you think all those girls are doing? Like they got to be working. Like we think they just. Sitting around the house. already
1: i know exactly where they are they're at the hotel next to margaritas
0: <laughs> that is true although yeah i mean uh, yeah i wonder what, like what how's the what's the protocol of like an if a lady of the night like an escort do you have to wear a mask like how do they work that like is like they're their health you have to go through the health uh, book and make sure you're it, it, do they take your temperature before you come up to the room
1: I'm thinking that their need for money just gets rid of any care of that yeah. like they just need money so bad. They're they're a living vending machine. That's what I call them.
0: Be yeah, an interesting situation.
1: Oh,
2: or an STD vending
1: machine, kind of like Artie. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Do you want chlamydia? Press one. You I mean, Do you want syphilis? This morning?
0: Yeah, I would think that's basically a bigger fear than uh, anything that possibly could uh, come of uh, of the virus that may or may not exist. Casey, have you been have you been uh, vaccinated? That's the question. Everyone's dying to know.
2: That's the question. Yes. Uh, I I am ha- partially vaccinated.
0: So you just you got your first shot.
2: First shot, second shots in uh uh two and a half weeks.
0: Okay. I I see, I took you as a non-vaxer.
2: I mean, I don't typically like getting the flu shot because I never yeah. get sick anyways.
0: Yeah. See, that's my that's my reason for not getting the COVID shot. Because I don't get the flu shot, and I never got sick, and as yeah, far as I know, I didn't have I the flu. Never
2: get the flu shot, but I got COVID.
0: Yeah. So. Well, you got it. So, but you got it though. Don't you think you're all right though? Because of the, uh, you have the uh, antibodies.
2: Um, like the natural immunity only lasts so long.
0: That we know. How do we know?
2: I, I mean, that that we know. I mean, we we do have like some guy who's um, well,
0: they
2: know it does uh, last so long. Who's actually been. De- like he got it like eight months ago. Yeah, and he like never like he's alive. He never really had to go to oxygen or anything. Yeah, like still has um like some of the symptoms, uh, some of the minor symptoms from it. I think he, I think he's the uh, fatigue, and then my aunt got something really really interesting. So she got it when the rest of us got it. And I have a big family. It was like uh, approximately thirty of us got it within the course of two months. Yeah. <clears throat> thank you, Uncle. Uh, thank you, other Uncle. Um, yeah. So she got she recovered uh, probably about the same time that, that we all did. And um, about January ish, she didn't have a relapse, but one of the um, one of the symptoms like kicked back in, and she hasn't quite recovered from that yet. Ah and it, it's an interesting symptom like it's it's not a bad symptom to have it's just everything tastes horrible yeah. oh yeah some people uh, are getting that it's, it's it's like I that can't sucks. imagine that yeah it, it's like they're like very small there's a small number of things that she can have without you know having the urge to th- throw it back up yeah um, yeah yeah well, Basically, the sense of smell and the sense of taste is just shot.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, it's not the worst symptom to have, you know. It's not really ideal.
0: You can't imagine not having uh, the sense of smell or um, taste for that matter. It's going to be very bizarre to me.
1: I always wanted to be with a girl who had no sense of smell so I could just fart all the time and she wouldn't even know. That's like the dream right there. Because I get gassy in the morning, you know. It's like, yeah. You know.
0: You can smell your sweaty balls after a night of uh, relations.
2: Yeah, that'd be great.
0: You know, Casey, you know what I'm talking about. I
2: mean, that's when you just blame it on the dead dog in the kitchen.
0: That's right, or the dead friend that's been living yeah, in the house for. six months. You need
2: to be thinking of those things. You need to be thinking outside the box.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, I can see that one going over very well. You know, if Adam <laughs> was like, "You hey, know, it's a dead dog in my kitchen."
1: <laughs> that's not my fart. It's the dead dog.
0: Dead dog. It's been bile decomposing.
2: Yeah, you gotta think outside the box. I'll try. I'll try.
0: Casey, have you been directly affected by the oil shortage coming up here on the East Coast?
2: Um, I mean, I probably have. I did refill my van recently. I really wasn't paying attention. Yeah, (laughs) the gas prices. So, like,
0: well, the gas prices are because of the guy you voted for president. Just so you know that.
1: Let's I'm not <laughs> talk about that right now. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, I bet, like, yeah, even I'm, if there isn't a, a
0: joke, pro- he's a hardcore Republican. No. It's a joke.
1: Oh, but, um, yeah. like, <laughs> the, the, pro- the thing is, like, even if there isn't a shortage here, they're still going to say there is to use it as an excuse to hike prices. You realize that, too,
0: right? Well, that's even more. I, I mean, the gas went up a dollar in four months. Yeah. Now it's, it's like, more, even more, yeah. you know, because of who Casey voted for president, right, Casey?
2: I mean, I did
1: vote for him. I'm not going to lie. I also <laughs> voted for him in the last
0: election. Oh, so, you, so you like gas prices being high.
1: I mean, honestly, Biden hasn't done too horrible, really, yet. Isn't mm-hmm. really done I will say the stance on China has been great. He's been, he's, he's
0: been done good. I mean, gas prices yeah. are high. Ill, illegal immigrations is at a high. Jobs are a severe loss. The economy well, I are mean, like, going to
1: be a loss for a while. I mean, I mean,
0: no, there's, there's a lot of jobs out there. There's no one's working. There's more jobs than there's so many jobs out there. So many. Everyone's hiring. Yeah, well, that's Go because nobody wants
1: to work because that's the same problem as when the Republicans yeah. had it is because like the, the, the benefits, it has nothing to do with Democrat-Republican. Yeah, the benefits the Democrats voted
0: for the I mean, benefits. They get an extra $300 yeah. a week.
2: It, it, it's not so much as a party issue as much as it's an issue of people feeling safe going to I work.
0: I don't think that's true at all. I think people use it as an issue. I think some people are feel nervous. I think majority of people are using it as an excuse. Including the teachers union being the number one people doing it, I think people. I think uh-huh. some people are afraid to go out in public. Some people are afraid to work. I give that to them, but I think it's only like twenty five percent of the people. Oh, yeah, I think, definitely. I, I think the majority well, yeah. of people are just lazy well, pricks who like getting I, a government check and not going to work. Yeah, so, so I
2: I partly agree with you, and I only partly agree with you because I grew up in in Maine underneath you know people who were taking advantage of of that system. So so, yeah. so I know that's there. Oh, that, yeah. I know that's sure. There. It's, it's always been you know. There. The, the the thing that I am hesitant to, to jump upon is the fact that it's everybody's jumping in on that bandwagon.
0: I don't agree. I don't think anyone's I don't think everyone's doing
2: it. a majority yeah. of the people are jumping in on that bandwagon. Yeah,
0: I, I agree hundred percent. I don't think but I I agree if you like,
2: even if you look at the the statistics that people were voting for uh Biden, myself included, most of the concern wasn't Foreign policy. Most of the concern wasn't necessarily for the jobs as much as it was with with the COVID. Now, now, keeping that in mind, you do have um, most of that voters base probably aren't aren't working right now.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, g- generally speaking, that's usually w- where they end up falling, and those are the people who have um, you know who are more concerned about going to work because
0: of COVID. But uh, don't you uh, think the people who are, who are like don't you think the people with a fear of COVID, though, like a lot of them are already actually currently working, though? Like yourself, who's working from home? Like, so you, if your boss made you come in, you probably wouldn't go in because if you were, like, afraid of it, you know what I mean? In general. I'm not saying you are. But, I'd
2: probably still go. I yeah. would just be masked up.
0: Do you feel um, like, like, for example, like, re- like, it's the jobs that, are like, like, restaurants, where it's a variable rate of what you're going to make or, like, working at retail and stuff like that, where, you won't make as much money as you make on unemployment. So, like, say if you were at the Best Buy, but you don't necessarily have to go back to Best Buy, but you're getting paid more money not to go to Best Buy, um, don't you agree that perhaps that there should be a proof of job searching, perhaps maybe, to show that you're actually looking for jobs instead of just sitting at home?
2: So the whole um, welfare thing for that, I, th- there's been a problem with that for years. Oh, forever. yeah. getting better. Yeah. Um but you you're right. I don't like I'm not a huge fan of it, you know, like you're making more money on unemployment than, than at a like minimum shops. Yeah. And again, that goes then you're opening up the conversation to a minimum wage shop and what, what well, that yeah. should be. Should it stay the same? Um and and again, it's just like part of it's a ginormous mess.
0: Absolutely.
2: So I'm pretty sure that if you asked and like a random democrat a random Republican, if there's a problem with the welfare system, they're both probably going to say yes, yep. the response to fix it it's different, different.
0: yeah and absolutely that's
2: really the point of democracy is you know you have you have one problem We disagree on how to fix it, yep. you try to come up with a solution, some kind of like compromise that's going to like work out to You know, what is ultimately going to be the best solution? Exactly. The problem that we have right now with our two-party system is that nobody's really willing to compromise on anything, either on the left-hand or on the right-hand side. And because of the lack of compromise, nothing gets done.
0: Nothing. No. (laughs) Yeah, no, that makes 100 – it's exactly the problem. That's the point.
1: Well, the problem it, is tribalism, which isn't good. Like tribalism, people just automatically go to their side, and they don't even, if the other side is right, they're not going to listen because they're so want to appease their own side, which is why small,
0: the potty system, way to think. The party system is stupid. There should never have been potties. Like it, anyone okay. could just run, and there should be no majority or minority because there should, there's a no real reason for that. Because literally what you said, Adam, is the tribal system. You just go from one side to the other. Now, that's if with no, every no person. Problem. like. If you, like, like, for example, go to a city election, right, for a mayor. There's no Republican on one party or a Democrat. There's, like, four people running for mayor. There's a primary. And then there's two. The two could both be Democrats. The two both could be Republicans. The two, you know. So when you think of something so micro, why does it have to affect, you know, in, a, in the macro? Like, doesn't make any sense. Like, so why couldn't two, why couldn't you just pick, like, 20 people decide the they're going to run for president. And you pick, you go down to 10. It doesn't matter what parties they're in. Then you go by the two. You don't have to vote per party makes no sense.
1: I really think it's important that everybody does listen to both sides and doesn't automatically just go, yeah, 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 to the other side. Yeah. But
0: it's important. Well, the only way around is- that is, is a third party. Was, yeah, like-,
1: it, like we talked about. Unfortunately, nobody yeah. takes that seriously, which sucks. You
0: know? yeah. you bring back the wigs, right, Casey? Bring back the wig party?
1: The, the, the uh, wig party?
0: Yeah. Do you know at one time there they, the, they they was called the Democratic-Republican party, and then they broke away? They were were both against the wigs.
1: Chris Rock actually has a bit, though, about all this. I remember he said once, he's like, you know, fucking
0: listen. (laughs) Like, just fucking listen. (laughs) Well, they don't represent the people anyways. You know, they don't know. They don't know the people. They they, they really don't want to. It's not in their benefit to make things work. You know that. Because if they make things happen, then there's going to be nothing for nothing to happen. There's nothing to promise you at the end. So if you went in there and made everything happen... And then you finished, then you have nothing to accomplish.
2: It's always gonna be a problem though. Yeah. No I mean, you know, yeah. Part of that well, there's two things. One of which is the, the incumbent, whoever's the incumbent, usually is gonna have a um you know a leg up in the election anyways.
0: Yeah. Typically. If
2: if they fix things, right? There's no problem,
0: right? Exactly. So yeah. There's
2: no. There really is no benefit at that point to even uh, consider electing some somebody else.
0: I don't know if that's necessarily true, though, because Obama yeah. never, Obama or Bush never really fixed anything, and they won their second term.
2: No, but what I'm saying is, is if they had fixed, if they had fixed something. Yeah. Yeah. If they had fixed something, uh, there isn't necessary, or if they fixed, let say they fixed the problem all the problems as a whole, yep. right. On their first term. Yeah. Um, what would be the benefit for anyone to vote them out?
0: True. It's, because, it's, it's Reagan and have, Yeah, Because
2: what you have, you, you just vote them in for a second term. They're just going to keep everything the same. You know what to expect and nothing, nothing's wrong. Maybe, some, you know. yes. some, maybe some I weird think, things okay. will happen here and yes. there, but uh, and then you know for for four years, then you can just prepare for like like the next election. You don't really have to worry about anything. And then the second term, or you know vice versa, everything's fixed. Yeah. You vote somebody new in to get the old guy out because there's nothing for them to promise anymore. And then now you potentially have that person, you know, just overrunning everything what the previous person did.
0: So that was that
2: Reagan was Reagan unnecessarily yeah. early.
0: That was Reagan in '88 because he killed everything and the 84 election so it was reagan were 80 84 and 88 no 88 was bush bush senior so 80 he finished everything in the 84 election he won every single state except for minnesota and uh washington dc pretty sure it was the 84 election but so then he does everything great so who do they reelect? they when he's done they bring in the vice president which was bush senior who they figure was the same administration and then he ran that to the ground so yes i see what you're saying so but and i guess that makes good sense because obama and bush jr didn't really do much that they accomplished so that's why those races were tight when they went for their second term so yes i get. all right i see what you're saying on this it makes yeah. sense
1: thing too is I'm, I'm gonna try to explain this the best i can also like you can't you'll never be there's no man i can all agree there's no magic wand to fix everything right and what? you have to kind of adam <laughs> you have to kind of you know, shift things to other ways. So, okay, this is the current problem in our country, trends. So, all yeah. right, we have to fix this. Let's fix this. But now maybe we have to take away from this and increase taxes to fix this. There's yeah. no all around solution to fix everything because you have to adapt to what might be going on at that time. And it's going to piss somebody off.
0: Why, knowing- why do you think the states are responsible for balance of budget? So a state can't have a deficit. A state can't finish their budget in negative numbers. It's it's against a statehood. The government could take over the state and not become a state anymore. It's against their constitution. So every at the end of the year a state has to balance their budget regardless. Why doesn't the federal government have to balance their budget?
2: Because they can't agree on anything. Well
0: exact well that that's that's part of it too. Yeah, but,
2: that's part of it. And then there's just um the whereas like the the state will typically fund like the, the National Guard, the Air National Guard, whereas mm-hmm federal government still has to fund a vast majority of of the military uh w- which is not you know it's not like going to the pawn shop
0: yeah yeah
2: exactly that's a, that's a significant <laughs> amount of our budget you um, um, there's a lot not just necessarily the personnel like paying personnel and their benefits and whatever but all the equipment oh, that's yeah. involved in that um and and traveling and things like that and like apart A significant part of it is uh, the poor management of funds and budgeting that Congress is not equipped to do. So what do they do when they don't match? They just raise the debt ceiling up and up and up. We've seen it multiple times. We've seen it recently.
0: It's been going Uh, for our entire lives. It's like having a kid with a credit card. When you turn 18 years old, You you remember you get your first credit card and you're like... I'll buy this and I'll buy this. And then you just keep on buying shit. Next thing you know, you have six credit cards they are all maxed out and you're like sitting there like what and like, What the fuck can I do?
1: I think part of the problem with that too already is the government balance budget is also, we might reveal certain things and black budget product, like certain things yeah. they don't want us to know. About oh, that's true. Ayo, sure. stuff, you know, stuff,
0: you know, like the microchips that you both have in your arms right now. <laughs> like we don't want to know about that. What's that going to come up on the uh, inventory list?
2: I- question is, the
1: the
2: is that more invasive or or what about the thing i carry around in my pocket
0: what's that you carry around in pocket oh prep do you prep up oh, i
2: carry a
1: gps
0: oh i mean yeah
1: track me at any time that's well, true. even with that i mean alexa even anything your phone your tv's listening to everything you can't escape it.
0: I hope that we make the radar on some kind of like national watch list, so we can get some ratings up here on the ship. Like
1: we say some trigger word that's like <laughs> yeah. embedded in their code. Like we say a word, and they're like, "They said that word." Google like if I'm like Operation Condor, yeah. and all of a sudden it's picked up somewhere. And they're like, "How do they know about Operation Condor?" Yeah. You, you're
2: gonna have people like wearing like black suits and masks, just you know, stor- storming your house.
0: Yeah, I have an SUV in front of my house. It's like. Like, when you go to, like, Area 51 and see the black SUVs. just. <laughs> Casey, one time I was, uh, I was driving through the Nevada desert through Area 51, like, through, like, the road that travels in front of it. And the, the black SUV thing is not a lie. It's true. They do – you'll see black SUVs, like, occasionally, like, just parked, like, out of nowhere. And I don't know if it's intimidation – Remember when they did that storm area 51 thing and oh, yeah. <laughs> went to it and it was like the gate it's just a military base basically but like is there anything going on there we don't know will we ever know probably not
1: I think it's a decoy I think they want you to think that I think the, there's I think there's a definite real area 51 equivalent of yeah, what has that where, kind of stuff yeah. but I don't believe it is area 51 I
0: agree we don't know yeah. where it is I I think it's somewhere in the Utah desert and the only reason I say that is because yeah. NASA has a, uh, a base out there and that's where they, they launch or land a lot of the satellites and rockets that don't go out of like Florida. They do it all in like the middle of like the, the middle of nowhere in Utah.
1: Mm.
0: Possibly. I don't know. That'd be nice to find out though. When one of us becomes president and we get some clearance, we should all make a, uh, you know, a file <laughs> that we let each other know into the inner secrets of the, uh, of the secrets of the aliens. Casey, how do you feel? Like you now, the government has been releasing like information that like aliens exist and stuff like that. W- what do you think the reasoning behind? Oh, are
1: UFOs? They don't know what, what they called? are. No oh animals. yeah, UFOs. UFOs. I don't U- Paying attention to them.
0: Do so, so you think there? Do you think there's any like uh, hidden uh, reason why they're kind of leaking this information or letting us know, or do you think it's like are they giving us like, a little like sample because something bad is about to happen by UFO invasions? Well,
2: you see. The thing is, I, I, I ended up seeing one of them and I discounted it as complete bogus, like one of the, one of the recent, recent photos. Yep. Okay. reason is, like, one of the photos, like the quality, the quality of said photo, you know, the, the, if you paired them back with all those miscellaneous UFO sites that were happening, in like, okay. this, this seventh, is my world, Casey,
1: so you don't the, know shit,
2: okay? The, <laughs> the quality of the photo was
1: the same. Uh, There's videos. I don't know. You're looking at one photo. There's like fucking five videos that have been released within the last, like, two years of actual military exercises of them catching things on video. Like, these are videos that have been declassified. They're not like some Joe Schmo with, like, a camera. They are, like, actual, you can hear the pilots talking. You can hear, like, actual things going on. And numerous eyewitness accounts. Numerous people on ships. Like, they're not, like, some... You know, back in the day, as people would thought these people were kind of Looney tunes, these are actually credible people, pilots, military personnel. Yeah, it's gone know. shit bananas. But what pisses me off and why I've been angry all day about this, because uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan uh, today. You had uh, Christopher Mellon, who was the former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense, who was on Joe Rogan basically talking about this, and nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, this, could, this is a big fucking deal. We have these things that are in our airspace. We don't know what they are. There's one of only three possibilities. Either one, aliens. Two, we are centuries, not decades, centuries ahead realistically of the current technology that we think we have but don't. Or three, another country has the drop on us and we don't know it yet. It's, it's got to be either one of those three. It has to be. There's no other yeah. explanation. And all three of those if the if the question gets answered for either three of those, it it only more questions. Scary. Fucked.
0: Which one would you oh. rather? Would you <laughs> rather? Would you rather the technology, the aliens, or the foreign uh, countries?
1: All three of them are fucked. <laughs>
0: True. I mean, I think I'd feel a little bit. Better if it was modern technology that we didn't have yet that we did. That might be
1: worse because then it's like, okay, that means these things can do things that can like move at speeds that are ridiculous. Okay. That means why am I still paying an electric bill? Why isn't there a cure for this? Why are we still using gas? And the answer is money. And that's going to piss people off.
0: I've talked to a lot of pilots over my years working on the bar with pilots that come in and I, uh, some of them have said they've seen shit out there that they don't have quite share. Yeah off the record
1: nobody fucking cares everybody just wants to watch the fucking
0: kardashians
1: it pisses me off like this is a big deal
0: that's the key stats tonight just so you guys know
1: sorry i mean got that out thank you everybody thank you
0: no but a kardashian might run be the governor of california how do you feel about that Casey?
1: it's not my state
2: i don't care (laughs) it's already on fire anyways
0: do you um have you heard any of uh Caitlin slash Bruce Jennings? I guess you gotta call him Caitlin now, um his ideas as governor? Not really. It's actually
2: what not- was uh his, her or its uh, stance on vote on not voting in this year's
0: election. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it, 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 it,
2: it was there was nothing to vote for basically, which is how I felt during the last election. Yeah. Yeah, There's not. nothing to vote for, you know, <laughs> You just you, know, you had your pick, you know, Satan or the Antichrist, yeah, and, and pick your and pick your choice. Both were
0: bad. <laughs> Doesn't that bother you that we're such a country of such smart, interesting, and you know, forward-thinking people that at the end of the day you just get two retards to be yeah. your. your like I know, I know. I mean, retarded, or, in like the derogatory sense. I mean, like, like see, people part like, of the
2: problem is is not that you know we have uh, a running for president. The problem is that we have retards voting those retards for president. Well, wow. geriatrics.
1: for,
0: yeah. for the I mean,
2: for the primaries. So, like,
0: what do we do about this?
2: If, if you if you were to look at the last election, you know, they, they were both pitted against the only candidate. They had a chance of beating. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like if it was like anybody else, like if it was Trump against anybody else, that Trump would have lost. If it was Hillary against anybody else, she she definitely would have lost. You know, yeah. she lost anyway, but
0: um Isn't it suck that like we need like a like a renaissance, like when Kennedy ran back in like nineteen sixty. Like you need a young guy, like you know, someone in there, you know, I wouldn't say yeah someone like a forty year old guy or girl you know, to go against the old timer, like when Kennedy won, he beat Nixon, right? Nixon was an old run down old politician. And Kennedy kicked his ass because he was just a young guy. He had so much charisma. He loved having sex with supermodels. You know, it was like, he was like a cocksmith. All the ladies loved him. All the ladies voted for him because he was so good looking. And all the guys voted for him because they could relate to him. Like that. Don't you think we need a candidate regardless of what party to be like that? The next guy.
1: Shake up. We need to shake and up. someone
0: like in the middle too, like a moderate. Someone who doesn't matter what side they're on, but someone who can kind of see both sides of the aisle. Don't you think we need that, Casey?
2: We need that. The problem is it's not popular. It's not okay. a popular stance.
0: I'm running for president. I'm a guy in the middle. I'm, I'm willing to do whatever. Vote for me. I hit all the qualifications. I'm over 30 years old. I'm an American citizen. 35.
1: I'm running for president. You can be my <laughs> vice president, but I'm <laughs> fucking <fine> running.
0: <laughs> Casey, what would you like to be secretary of? A good time? So, Just responsible. You can be the communications, be a communications secretary because you love talking to people. So we can figure you we'll can put you in charge of talking to everyone. You can be my, like the press secretary. like, like the Press secretary? You can like Saki. <laughs> there, there will you know, be there. a
2: lot of sarcasm.
0: Well, I mean, there is now. If you, haven't, if you haven't seen any of the press conferences, there's a lot of sarcasm.
2: There will be a lot more sarcasm.
0: What do you – um if you were going to rank how hot you think uh, Jen Psaki is on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give her, 10 being the best?
2: I don't even know who that is.
0: She's the redhead that does all the uh, talking for uh, Biden during the uh, daily thing. She's a ginger. She has no soul. I don't
2: know who that is.
0: No. <laughs> all right, Casey, you're the worst person to ask on this level of
2: – Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm the worst person to ask on a lot of things.
0: I think she's better than – um, uh. Who's the one that uh looked like Sloth from uh The Goonies that Trump had for a little God, while?
1: Yeah, uh, fucking.
0: God, uh, Sa- Sanders. Yeah, how uh, could we stand this? Yeah, Sarah, how could we stand this? Kind of looked like, um, Sloth from uh The Goonies. Hey, You guys.
1: <laughs>
0: hey. She didn't talk like that though, but. It took
1: Trump- up like a, almost almost a whole hour on like just getting heated. It's good.
0: Trump oh. did like re- redo himself though, because the last one he had that like the blonde chick was pretty good looking.
1: She was. She, so I mean, she was.
0: You could say whatever she wanted. She could be saying, we blowing up the world tomorrow. And I want to be like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you blow up that world." Casey, we made it to the entire show, and we didn't get to any of the material you are working on. But we're gonna give you the last few minutes to talk about what you have coming up. Any new material? Any new books? Any new stuff going on in the world of Amineus? Yeah. Do
1: You like yeah. to rent Jeff in real life? I've had this copy here for for a long time. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. No. I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm gonna stick with
2: my uh my anime selection. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So I am actually publishing another book. It's prob- probably coming. It's definitely coming out in the fall. I'm not sure if it's gonna be ready for September or an October release.
0: Ooh! Nice Christmas uh, gift from someone.
2: Could be, yeah. So it is a, um, it's an urban, it's an urban fantasy story. It takes place primarily in Boston. Okay. So it takes place in in our world. So um, it takes place in our world. Uh, the base, the general premise is, and surprisingly, there's not many novels or movies that's on this particular topic. But it's basically about a Veteran reintegrating back into uh, civilian life. Okay. That's, that's, that's a one sentence synopsis of, of the story. Uh, so it's basically uh, following how he's dealing with uh, grief, uh, survivor's guilt, PTSD, um, and you know, chronic, uh, constant depression, where he's it's like always working and is attempting to work himself to death.
0: Okay. Um,
2: yeah. So That's it's um
0: it's interesting concept.
2: It's an interesting concept. You're not gonna find anything like it. I did a Google search. I can't find anything even similar to that. Like maybe maybe Goodwill Hunting, but it's not. It's not really the same kind of story.
0: Um, when do, do you it, find the time to do all this writing? It seems like you bang out a book a year. You're like Stephen King.
2: Uh, the the goal, of day. Stephen King. The goal is hopefully by next year.
0: I can start making up two books a year. Damn. How about you How about you do a, uh, um, let's see, a fiction novel about a guy like myself. But, like, you could you could make some truths out of it, too. We could, I'll, I'll give you permission you, to use it. Yeah, I'm going to say, are you? I mean,
1: you're a family man now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can say whatever. I mean, I don't think anything's been unturned at this point. <laughs> or everything's been unturned, I should say. I think everything's out there for the taking.
2: I probably could, but you'd have to pay me to do it.
0: It would be an interesting story, wouldn't you think, if you created a character based on myself and a, uh well,
1: like you now or are you like then? No, like, you're like, to, well, like, well, probably him then
0: because got me almost
2: got me ran right over by a sixteen wheeler.
0: There you go. This that's how the that's how the story can start. We could start in the intersection with the gas truck pinning down on us. And that's when you come up with an, of a really – you start having flashbacks of how you got put in that situation in the first place.
1: It, the tragedy can be Eric dies.
0: And at the end, was... Eric dies.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, Eric's
2: been dead for six months.
0: Maybe that's the story. Maybe you, you, I mean, we're getting pinned down by an 18-wheel of gas truck and, and Eric just died. Maybe Eric's driving the gas truck. That's going to hit us. i'm just just throwing stuff in the wall see what's sticking here spitball and then then
2: all of a sudden we have the inciting incident oh the driver just woke up you know after realizing he was parked in the middle of a two-way highway intersection
0: great you know you found you could find me up in a hotel room with a flight attendant on a friday night you know, or... Uh,
2: that, that's you every night, though. I mean, As, back you know, in the day... interesting I'm not, after the first couple of times, but once it's seven days a week, nobody cares anymore.
0: Well, it me. could be seven days a week, because I worked only... I didn't work seven days a week, and I wasn't going to repair. You
2: didn't have routine. to work seven days a week. You were that's always bad. there.
0: Casey, <laughs> okay, I I can't fight the fact that the woman once found me irresistible, you know? Before I put on the weight, and, you know, when I was a young buck, yep. you know, now, if I don't put gel in my hair i have a i have gray hairs all the way around the perimeter of my head um and I'm about ten pounds chubby than i want to be so you know thank you for bringing me down you know so <laughs> when you re- when, when you describe my character please do it like you know ten years ago character you know what I mean I appreciate that
2: oh so so you don't to you don't want me to start to start you off with you know something like you know, the monsters and demons aren't hiding in his closets or underneath his bed. No. He'd be very lucky if they were even that far away. No, but they're running amok inside his head.
0: not the story of me coming out of the closet, which would be an interesting twist of the story as well.
2: Yeah. I no wonder how your wife's going to take it.
0: We'll find out when the novel's finished, right? <laughs> Stay tuned. There's the cliffhanger right there. You're going to read the story to understand the whole thing. Casey, I appreciate you uh, joining us last minute. You're always a good uh, last minute guy to come on and you're very entertaining. We do enjoy your perspective on, on things going on. Um, wh- where can we find your current novels? Where do we go? It's on Amazon, right?
2: Uh, current novel, uh, you can definitely get everything on Amazon. Um, you just search my name. If you have a hard time spelling it, it's right under there on my screen. Yeah. On the left or right hand side, yes, depending. Could be the left hand side. I don't know. I'm not a technology expert.
0: My um, name it would be Sh- it would be Sheldon Kunk.
2: Yep. Uh, side note: um, the current books that are out are actually going to be going out of print in the nearby future. Oh. Uh, Reason is because they are going to be published by another publisher. Oh, so okay. if you, if you like the covers. I would advise picking them up soon. I don't know how long those are going to be in print.
0: So you got to do new cover for them. Is that what you're saying? There's
2: going to be a new cover, uh, new new edition. Which um, um, new edition? Um, it's going to be underneath a publishing house uh, instead of uh, Libris So if you like the covers, I would suggest getting them now. That is these are.
0: How many, book, how many books you have all together at this point? Three. Okay, three. So buy them now. Or yeah, you, buy right, them, now. I'm buying them
2: Those are going to be very limited. Uh, I don't – so uh, as I said before, if you if you buy it, it's coming right off the press. So so that's going to be one of the few copies that's going to be left in a rotation.
0: There you go. Well, fun facts. Casey, we'll have you on once she gets this other book published again, probably sometime in the fall because uh, – We'll give you a chance to uh, sell it to all the people out there for Christmas gifts around the world.
2: It'll be exciting. Awesome. It's a it's a it's a tearjerker.
0: Oh, I'll give you a tearjerker if you know what I mean. That's what the flight attendant said to the bots. I'll give you a tearjerker.
2: Yeah, yeah, because they um, you know, you know, they said their hands were just so much better.
0: <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Thank you, Casey, very much for joining us. to we'll you, Casey. To everybody. Yeah, Adios. How are we go, man. KCG. Yeah. Always entertaining and never I Ow! he's been on the show. I think, so during during this lockdown, he's been on like four or five times, right? Four times maybe at this point. Yeah. About well, fours, right? And then we had him in the studio, remember, uh, right before we moved from Reviv. Yeah. And then uh, I've had him up in uh the the old studios back in the day a couple times too. So he is uh, a dedicated fan of the show. And I can't say that more. Yeah, I think he's appeared more times than Eric has in the last uh, three years. Oh, yes. And Eric always says, oh, I'm going to do the show tonight. I'm do the yeah, show definitely tonight. In the last two, I would say. Yeah, sure. I think so. Cool. That went nice. Uh, Adam, what are you, you uh, print out, out there? Any more potatoes coming out?
1: I've been editing the same video for like weeks, but yeah, I mean, people are getting disgruntled, but I don't
0: care. Check out the world potato, everybody, right behind me. If you want, you gotta keep your your subscribers. Uh, how many subscribers you getting there? You're up there.
1: I don't
0: know. just <laughs> <All yourself> looking. <laughs> you fucking calling. He's Like oh, I get a thousand. No, I, no,
1: it's like I don't know. It's in the high threes, I
0: think. I nice. Know. There you go. I don't
1: know. Four. I don't
0: know. If you haven't subscribed, I just don't,
1: I just don't care enough anymore. <laughs> I, you
0: need the motivation, right? What's the where's your motivation? Where do you find it?
1: I do it when I, like, it's fun for me. Like, yeah. It's
0: just, yeah, you don't want to make it a chore. I mean, I mean yeah, sometimes
1: boring. I'm like, you know, if I'm laying on my couch and I'm relaxed, I'm like, I do a little video, you know? That fucking, idea. I filmed it, might as well fucking keep editing, but sometimes I'm just like,
0: eh. Editing's a bitch. I think if, if I'd be more, I'd be putting out a lot more videos if I didn't have to fucking edit
1: it. I used to love editing. I kind yeah. of still do, I just, I don't know. I go, I go in and out of these dips of like, Interest
0: and not and like I just kind of yeah. You know. I mean I didn't I guess I didn't school I Ed- didn't school I just have a fucking attention span of a fucking like a spider monkey so like I can't like I I I need like infest myself into like an edit and if I do that I can actually produce something nice but like most of the time I'm just trying to do it fucking quick I just get bored.
1: Smoke some weed and
0: then do that. Mm. I do have that cookie that so we'll be able oh to
1: do there you go do that and edit. Yeah, See, I, I bet you you get all creative Maybe. and fucking yeah.
0: See what happens late Friday night. I'll give you. Uh, I take a picture of the of the packet I got too. You can tell me if it's uh if it's good or bad or not. Yeah,
1: yeah. You, you could also say fuck it and then end up going downstairs and playing with Legos for another five hours. I could. We,
0: we, the mice are back. We had two mice in the traps down there, so we gotta I gotta set a couple more traps. The uh, it's that time of the year. The fall and the spring, the mice come out. I never see them in the summertime because I think they get eaten by the birds and the uh, cats out in the in the wildlife. And you never see them in the time because it's too cold. I don't think they make the vengeance. They come in the spring and the fall because I think they're hungry and they're looking for food and stuff like that. But one got tra- trapped on a uh, a glue trap, and the other one got snapped, on a snap trap. So sucks to be them. Fucking – What happens when you look at Tom Green? Yeah, I'm going to watch that tonight, Tom Green. I'll, I'll let you know what I think of that too as well. So yeah. thank you guys for watching, uh, 180. It's uh, it's actually been – uh. Well, fucking over yeah, We're almost at 200 episodes, which is phenomenal. But uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Bye. All right. See you later, Facebook.